Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. And good afternoon, Kevin. We have the zero week, first week, however you want to call it. It's in the books, and now we can move on to whether it's week number one or week number two. That's right. Rick's stress levels went down by a no, it hadn't. No, I had no stress level. uh, No stress level. It's not hard for me to say how stupid something is. So it it, no stress level at all for me. His stress level hadn't gone down at all. No, but that's okay. That's okay, okay, so I, I'm going to ask you Exciting about Exciting week, yeah. I'm going to ask you about a player, Kevin. Absolutely. Uh, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Offensive Player of the Week, quarterback from Lakeside, Hot Springs. Yep. You aware of him? Jacob Hermosillo. 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 It's Hermosillo. And, and Hermosillo, yes. The reason I'm bringing him up, i got to give him credit, okay, I, I do spots for tacos for life. His father, Josh, is the head of operations for Tacos for Life. Cool. He's so proud of Jacob being the player of the week. I think he he threw for like four touchdowns or something. Well, he threw for 300, ran for 200. That's it. Okay. So we want to bring him up because he's, he's, he's related to one of our great sponsors. So there you go. That was my player, Randy. And see, he went to Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, standing night. There you go. Okay. Yeah, he had an outstanding night. And that was the first time that Lakeside had beat Lake Hamilton since 1996. Ooh. Jacob had 304 passing, 174 rushing, and four total touchdowns. How about that? Yeah, I knew he had four touchdowns. That's great. Yep. Wow, I didn't know that about the history of the series. So that's that's a big deal for Lakeside. There. Absolutely. Hmm. Okay. It is. And you can see him playing with a lot more confidence out there. And uh, my, my dad's officiating crew had the game. And they said the the game really shouldn't have been that close. Lakeside was just that much better the other night. And that's great for them coming off a of Jared McBride era where they were just right there so many times. Uh, they have a lot of <laughs> – a lot of people around the state are asking, is this team legit and are they going to be a problem for teams uh, in that 5A South? And – oh, I guess oh, we – That's it for me. <laughs> I yeah. guess we – I that's guess my we, player. I guess yeah, we I, lost I, Kevin you, there. No, I, I told you I had one player. And that was I'm nice. here. Oh, I'm okay, here. okay. Are well, they you legit? Can, you guys can take it from there. Yeah. Yes. I think they are legit right now. And them coming out, they beat Nashville in the scrimmage, and then they came out and did what they did, 49-42 at Lake Hamilton. They're definitely a team to watch moving forward, the Lakeside Rams. Very good. Uh, shall we go over – the top 10 list at this time, and the outstanding player of the week. That's right. This is the second year for our Wood Family Dealership's Primetime Performer of the Week. Last year, we read off a lot of names and had a lot of young men that deserve attention. This year, we pared it down to 10 as our honorable mention, and then our one primetime performer of the week. That's 11 players. Coincidentally, there's 11 on each side of the football, so take that for what you will. So our honorable mention this week, Jacob Hermosillo, 
304 yards passing, 174 yards rushing, four total touchdowns. Bryce Perkins, the quarterback from Van Buren, 328 yards through the air, 68 on the ground, six total touchdowns. Cam Davis, remember this name, guys, the wide receiver from Warren, four catches, 190 yards, three touchdowns. Owen Miller, the junior quarterback from Hardy Academy, 20 for 28, always efficient, 327 yards, Seven carries for 62 yards, four, four total touchdowns. Amari Tucker, that Fort Smith Southside rushing attack, ran for over 500 yards in the Battle of Rogers Avenue. Tucker, 18 carries, 229 yards, four touchdowns. Pierce Yates, the quarterback from Prescott. You replace a guy that, that's a two-year starter and took Prescott to the state championship game, state semifinals. Pierce Yates had a coming out party, 15 of 19, 333 yards through the air, 37 on the ground, five total touchdowns. Ren Sullivan, the CAC running back, 29 carries, 215 yards, three touchdowns. Guys, this is a this next young man is a move-in from Texas. He moved to Batesville. You're going to see a lot of him this year. Damian Nelson, 13 carries, 280 yards, and three touchdowns. He was Batesville's offense against Cersei the other night. Tracy Daniels, the running back from Russellville. This is a score record, guys, and think of Russellville's football program. A lot of tradition. 27 carries, 289 yards, and four touchdowns. The next guy is one that we, we know pretty well. Jalen Dupree from Malvern. They lost in a very close game to Walnut Grove out of Prosper, Texas. 57-54. What a game. Jalen had 19 carries for 152 yards and four touchdowns. And I know people are thinking, Kevin, he only had 152 yards. Everybody else had over 200, almost 300. Well, he did that in two quarters of play. So extrapolate that out. He'd had over 300 yards and 12 touchdowns. Next, you got on the – okay, those are our 10 honorable mention. Our primetime performer of the week is quarterback Carson Turley from Valley View. Randy, get this, 15 of 23, a score record 400 and 52 yards passing. He had 34 yards on the ground for five total touchdowns. Carson Turley is our Wood Family Dealership's primetime performer of the week. Fantastic. All right, let's check in with Woo Pig. Woo Pig, good afternoon. Okay. Oh. Let's check in with Razorback Bob Robert. Good afternoon. Randy, I'm here. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right, enjoying this cooler weather. And yeah, I go to church with a guy that his grandson plays for uh, Lakeside, and he said that was one real game. And he said you better watch out for Lakeside. They, he said they're the real deal. But uh, Rick, I'm glad. I'm glad we got week zero behind us. Zero means none. So That's there right. wasn't Nobody, no games played in week zero. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. We had players of the week. <laughs> Kevin's talking about great plays, and yet zero. And nobody means played. Yeah, and there was no amazing. games. Right. <laughs> Stunning. Well, look, I, I, Randy, I'm I'm not bringing something up of the past, just you know, for sure. Great. Uh, I, I I want to lay this out and get get y'all's opinion. And Kevin, probably high school and college is going to be different on this, maybe. But uh, okay. I wanted to see what y'all's feelings was my my thinking is randy especially in the now if this is the quarter of the game it's a different story but if you got first and goal and you try three times to get in the end zone 
and you can't do it, I'm going to take a point, especially the first half. And against LSU, once in the first half, once in the second half, we were down there close and went for it. And uh, if we would have kicked field goals instead of losing by three, LSU would have won by three, and, and LSU wouldn't have won the West. Now, the reason I'm asking going forward, what is y'all's opinion uh, on, on um, our new offensive coordinator? And do you think Sam Pittman was influenced in that LSU game, or do you think he's going to continue with this type of philosophy? Well, until we get into that type of situation, uh, we'll never know because I don't think he has expressed per se what he's going to do in those type situations. But if there has been any kind of hint, he did say anytime we reach the 40-yard line, we're in the range of Cam Little, which tells me I think they're going to use him more this year in exactly those same type of situations. If you've had three cracks, whether it's inside the 10 or inside the 5, it doesn't matter. If you haven't gotten into the end zone, I think you'll call Cam's number. That's just my thinking. Is is that y'all's opinion too? Yeah, that that's what you should do. Y'all tell me. Kick five more field goals. Actually, if he'd have kicked three more field goals last year, Arkansas might have won three more games. They lost three games by two points, right? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm an old offensive coordinator by by trade. Uh, real quick, Bob, and I'm all for getting points, however that's possible. Think back to when right. Tim Tebow was a freshman. He had 12 touchdowns rushing. He was going to run for every – if it was fourth and short, whatever it was. He got stuffed in the Ole Miss game in 2008, if you'll remember. It was the first time he ever got stopped. We're not going to have – new offensive coordinator, we're not going to have a tight end sneak or whatever it is. We're not going to have anything crazy <laughs> like that. I think it will be more conventional moving forward. And Hallelujah. He knows how important points are at this point. <laughs> That's just well, Randy, we're not we're not going to ask Marcus that question because if you remember, he don't think kickers are real football players. So well, he didn't realize Arkansas has a kicker. <laughs> hey, <laughs> God bless you guys. Y'all have a good afternoon. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Arkansas Thank you, Razor Back Bob. If Arkansas wins a game on a field goal kick. I think Marcus will be as happy as anybody. He'll never admit it. I agree. He'll admit it. <laughs> If a kick wins the game and that's the, it's the last play of the game, what are you supposed to do? Go for it? You got to kick it. Uh, this kick it. this from our Southern Structural uh, Solutions bus text line. Kev mentioned Ren Sullivan from CAC, 213 yards, three touchdowns. Last year, Lone Oak beat CAC 41-13 and Barry... Gave them no chance to win the game the other night at Lone Oak. Even St. Arkansas commit. Grayson Wilson couldn't play at 11 positions. What's the outlook on CAC now that they whipped Lone Oak 52-16? Put that one in your back pocket, Kev, and we'll talk about it it when we come back. Rick Schaefer, back in a moment. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, Kevin, how about those Mustangs of CAC? That was the question presented to us from the 501. 
Yeah, and the first week of the season, we got to find out a lot about a lot of teams, and CAC was one of them. Lone Oak looked terrible. If you go back and watch the game film, they look slow. They look unprepared. They just look all out of sorts. CAC, limited roster. I think they dressed out under 30 or right at 30. They did a good job. They go fast. Teams will have that now. They know the tempo they're going to go. They saw some plays. They know their their route, their base system of running the RPO, which Grayson Wilson did a good job, and then Ren Sullivan ran for over 200 yards. So, yeah, they're going to be trouble in that 4-4-A. The conference schedule, and that if you look at all the 4-A classifications, that one seems like it could be the best conference for them to be in right now. Problem is they got Boxite and Harmony Grove as their first two conference games. They got Perryville this week, which they should take care of business. Then they jump right into conference. Boxite's going to be a top-10 team. Harmony Grove runs the ball real well. Then they got Hall, Mayflower, Pottsville, which are three winnable games. Clinton will be tough. They play Heber Springs this week. It's one of my five games to watch. Then they finish with Dover and Lamar. So they, they could be a playoff team. It's just a matter of, you know, can't get anybody hurt, especially with thin numbers, uh, and they'll be a lot better this year. How big of a straw is Grayson Wilson? He had a nice game the other night against Lone Oak. Yeah, he had a really good game, and he did what he needed to do. Threw some good balls, got the balls in the hands of playmakers. The completion percentage was under 50%. You know, that could be dropped passes. I didn't, you know, I went through the film and watched it. Uh, he looked good. He looked very in control of the offense. So it all starts with him. He used his legs when he needed to. So they're going to l- rely on him, but it helps having somebody like Ren Sullivan in the background to be able to tote the rock 29 times for over 200 yards. Uh, makes for a good one two punch. Let's talk with Hammerhead. Hammerhead, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thanks a lot there, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. How about you? Good. Uh, y'all break down our offensive and defensive lines, starting the game off, you know, just kind of how big we are, how small we are. Oh, definitely, look big. At, definitely know, bigger than Western Carolina. Yeah, the, the key guys yeah. in is is Barry Latham is, – is, Brady Latham, is he going to be able to play? You know, they, he's still listed right. as a starter, but he hadn't practiced much. And there are a couple other offensive linemen that haven't practiced much, uh, which has led for an opportunity to Shambly, who's going to be on with us a little bit later. But um, how healthy are these guys? On Thank the you, Hammerhead. That, that's, that's a big question. But, yes, they'll be significantly bigger than Western Carolina. I don't have Western Carolina's depth chart yet. Uh, Andrew stands 6'6", 304. Well, they don't have anybody like him. Brady, he stands 6'5", 312. Bo Limmer, 6'5", 307. Joshua Braun, 6'6", 348. Patrick Kudis, 6'5", 313. And Arkansas's defensive line, Landon Johnson, or Jackson, I should say, 6'7", 281. Torian Carter, 6'3", 303. Eric Gregory, 6'4", 318. Trajan Jeffcoat. 64281 and the lightweight who I can't understand is running uh at least number 3 on the depth chart Tank Booker 64351 and I do believe he will factor in. All right Kevin, the uh five games you've got an eye on this Friday. All right, and you can tune in Friday to our – it'll be our football Friday. I think Randy and I will be out at Little Rock Christian this week for Shiloh Christian. 
They are our number one game of the week. We'll be paying attention to. Then you got Mills and Rivercrest. Mills won 34-14 to 14 last week over Bible. Rivercrest ranked in the top five by Hootens.com in Class 4A. Conway and Bentonville, the Buck James era starts in Conway. Bentonville had an easy 41 to nothing win over Broken Arrow this past weekend. Heber and Clinton, Heber Springs, the Van Pascal era kicks off with a, a rivalry game against Clinton. And then Arkadelphia and Hot Springs. Hot Springs 1-0, Arkadelphia 0-1. Arkadelphia is breaking in some uh, new guys on offense, especially at quarterback. Hot Springs has Matthew Contreras at quarterback, so it should be a great game at Hot Springs. Arkadelphia won that game by one point last year on a two-point conversion as time expires. So a lot of great games this week, especially in the upper classifications. Okay, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. It says, ask Kevin if he thinks Springdale High School can come back to dominance. It's going to be tough, and I, I say that because of the growth in the other areas up there. Bentonville West, they finally starting to come around. They won against Booker T. Washington the other night. That's a big win. Springdale lost to Harrison, a Class 5A school. Uh, that's something that wouldn't have happened back in the Gerald Williams, Gus Malzahn uh, days. It's just tough to get those kind of athletes right now. So when they can start taking care of business and beating the 5A schools like that, uh, they have a shot. They got a great uh, coach in Keith Fimple. I think Keith if anybody can do it, I believe he is the man. That's at Harbor. Yeah. Oh, is he at Harbor? Yeah, he's, uh, he's at Harbor. Oh, no, ah. Keith is athletic director. Yeah. Keith's the athletic director yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, that's right. But they, but who's Harbor's new coach? It's not. It's someone. It's they've got a new coach. Harbor's got a new coach. Springdale's coach. Uh, yeah, Hobbs is Brent. E Brent Eckley is the new coach Georgia. at Harbor. Yeah, Harbor. That's right. And they and lost then, the first uh, game too. That's right. Yeah, you know, Springdale was the first district to split its schools. And um, other than Harbor winning, um, you know, what, 09, somewhere in there, uh, they yeah. have. And, and I think they got back close once. But um, when you split your talent like that, Springdale hadn't been able to recover, which is why Fayetteville has emerged. They haven't split their talent. Bentonville, as you just mentioned, West is starting to get – they're pretty good now. Rogers has always been down, but now they're not bad either. So – uh, Springdale's gone from once they split the talent, struggling, and the other schools have caught up and passed them. Running the flex bone. Yeah, that'll be it. I, I got to see him play at least once this year to see him run that offense because I love the offense. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see here, Kevin. We've got other questions for you. Um, let's see. Kevin has been watching the new documentary on netflix you can tell with the random gator facts porky pie porky pie sent that one i guess because you went that tebow reference in 2008 ah, okay yeah i remember that too yeah that, that's good yep okay this one um uh, is from the 501 kevin is 57 54 really a great football game Perhaps it could be better described in the following two words. No defense. Depends on if you like offense or not. <laughs> I mean. Well, I don't think either defensive coordinator at the end of the night would be very happy, though. 
Exciting. Let's say exciting game. How about that? Okay. Yeah, it was an exciting it's an game. Exciting game. I mean, 57 yeah. 54, first thing I think of, that's a basketball score. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting close game. Yeah. All right, Kevin. We will talk with you on Friday. That is Kevin. Thanks, guys. Bo Hannon. Thanks to the Wood Family Dealerships. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coming up next, straight video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Hour number two, straight ahead.